Coworkers, welcome back to another episode of Coworking, the podcast that brings you the conversations you're currently missing from your workplace. So, Bianca, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the calendar, mm-hmm. but uh, it's been a year <laughs> since we all went into the quarantine. Mm-hmm. It's March again. What were you doing uh, in the weeks leading up to the quarantine? Do you remember? Uh, what I remember specifically is I was still driving to the office and spending like <laughs> 45 minutes driving to the office, listening to a podcaster or two, um, listening to the radio. Yeah. Uh, as far as like what I was doing in the rest of my life, I don't really remember. Does it feel like it was a year ago? It yes and no. Like, did March ever really leave us <laughs> for March to come back? <laughs> March had some wild weather. Mm. What's that old March adage where it, like comes in like a lion and out like a lamb? I've, uh, I've, yeah, something like that. There's a yeah. lion and there's a lamb. Yeah, there. two uh, two very different animals are supposed yeah. to represent the beginning and the end of March. Uh, we had taken our kids on a spring break trip to San Diego, and then when we got back, quarantine was it was there. Ooh, in full effect. So I went straight from spring break vacation oh. to quarantine. So that was kind of interesting. But you know what? It's it's easy to uh, think of all the bad things mm-hmm. about quarantine. Uh, but what about the good things? You know, you yeah, we're talking about it, and there are some good things. Uh, and we're at the one-year mark of quarantine. Yeah. Why not pick the best things? Uh, Bianca, I believe you had you had a name, an award name. Yes, I, uh, calling it the Quarantinis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> All of the things that we appreciated while we were in quarantine. I feel like I should set my Zoom background to a Chili's just to really <laughs> set the stage for, for doing these awards. I feel God in this Chili's tonight. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Uh, so we both picked some categories. Yeah. But uh, the, we have awards for nominees. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bianca, I want you to go first, though. Uh, what would your first category be? Uh, my first category of things that should be celebrated um, about quarantine life um, is best lunch food. Um, mm. I feel like we were... Uh, forced to start making our own lunch if that was not something that we did in the past. I know at our workplace, we are lucky enough to actually get lunch every mm-hmm. day. Um, and so for a lot of folks, it was a rude awakening. I, I am fully capable of making food, but <laughs> ooh, it was it was a, a shock to my system to be like, oh my gosh, I have to think about what I'm going to feed myself every day. Um, and so best lunch food um, for both uh, ease of creation and also delicious factor um, is going to mac and cheese. Mm. Um, yeah, I ate like a, a shocking number of boxes of uh, the Annie's shells, that mac and cheese that comes in the box. Ooh, um, I don't know if I've like had the, Annie's shells. Oh, the the 
um, it's Annie's that has like the little bunny on the front of the box and it comes in like regular cheddar and then white cheddar. And Ooh, if you want to do yourself a favor, you know how in, um, the, the mac and cheese, even, even with Kraft where, um, it comes with like the powdered cheese, very Mm -hmm. appetizing, I know. Um, but (laughs) when it tells you that it's optional where you can add butter, like a couple tablespoons of butter to like make it creamier. First of all, that's not optional. You should absolutely add the butter. (laughs) But number two, love yourself. Take a little bit extra time. Brown the butter. And then it like, it makes it a little bit more complex. And it makes you feel like even though you are a 30 something year old woman, um, you feel, uh, like your age instead of an eight-year-old eating mac and cheese <laughs> for lunch nearly every day. Nice. Uh, so for me, you know, when we first went into quarantine, it was a little bit different. My my wife was making me most of my lunches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you failed to mention, not only were we getting lunch at work, free lunch, mm-hmm. we, we had a chef, an actual chef yes. that would make our lunch in an industrial kitchen. And it was amazing. Uh, my wife, bless her soul. She's a great cook, but the lunch is not quite at the same caliber. Mm-hmm. Uh, she understands that. Uh, she's, she's not putting in the, the effort that's, at lunchtime. That's not her full-time job. It's chef yeah, Hannah's yeah. full-time job. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to go with a, uh, a lunch food that Steph started making for me that I never actually had before. Mm-hmm. Uh, avocado toast. <gasps> Everybody oh. talks about avocado toast. And I yep. had never actually tried it before. And then uh, w- one day, Steph was just like, do you want an avocado toast? And I was like, sure. I need I need that workplace variety in my lunches. Let's give it a try. Mm-hmm. And I, I now understand what the hype is all about. Yeah, it's pretty. So when you're when you're talking about avocado toast, are you just talking sliced avocado or mashed avocado just on top of toast? Is there anything in the avocado? Like what are the what are the accessories? Yeah. So it's it's the toasted bread, mashed avocado, mm-hmm. and then honey, red <gasps> pepper flakes, and some salt. Yes. I think. I yeah. don't know if that's a standard way to do avocado toast. I mean, you follow your heart is my my avocado toast recommendation. Another strategy that we tried later in the quarantine was to put a fried egg on there instead of the honey and the pepper flakes. Oh, yeah. It's like a breakfast sandwich. Yeah. Smart. So still kind of missing the chef lunches at work, but uh, lunch has been okay. Mm -hmm. Now now that ever since the school year started back up and my wife has been working many days, I have to Mm -hmm. make my own lunch sometimes. And then it's just peanut butter jelly. (laughs) I feel that. All right. Uh, so I want to know, uh, or my category is going to be mm-hmm. uh, best new show or movie. Mm-hmm. Because I, you know, we've all watched tons of streamed movies and shows over the quarantine because there's mm-hmm. not that much else to do when you are stuck at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, and I want to clarify, you know, categories always need technicalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, new to you. Oh, okay. Yep. So it doesn't yeah. have to be new, new. Yeah. Yep. 
because uh, let's be honest, there hasn't been that much like truly new ever since quarantine started. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go with Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, that's the cartoon? Yeah. So is, uh, as soon as I came to Netflix, I forced my family to start watching it because I kept reading all these <laughs> things on Reddit about how good it was. Uh, a lot of people were saying, you know, this is, it's more epic than Game of Thrones. I was like, this is a Nickelodeon show. I, how can it be more epic than Game right. of Thrones? Uh, but we just recently finished it. It took us a while. Yeah. But we finished it. And uh, yeah, I got to say, it's probably one of the best cartoon shows I've ever watched. Wow. I can highly recommend it. So you said it came across your Netflix and you had been reading all of the hype. Did you say on Reddit? Yeah. Because the uh, there'll be posts from the the Avatar subreddit that show up on the front page all the time. Oh, and I it. never understood what any of them were about. Now I do. Mm-hmm. Do you do you remember anything specifically that made you go, okay, now I have to watch this? Mm, not really. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, Netflix does a really good job of showing you what's trending right now. Mm-hmm. And when it came out, it was, I want to say it was number one for a while because a lot of people that did watch it back when it was originally on, uh, they were all about it. And so they wanted to go have some nostalgia. Um, but I missed it when it was originally on because I think yeah. I had probably just gone to college. And so I, I, you know, I wasn't watching Nickelodeon. I don't think I had access to Nickelodeon at the time. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot how much more difficult it was to watch TV when we were in college. Yeah, Yeah, now TV is everywhere. All right. How about you? Uh, I would have to say I have a new to me and new to the world TV show, which for me is very different because uh, like listeners of the pod will know I've watched Parks and Rec an inappropriate number of times just (laughs) over and over and over um my tv show of the year is Ted Lasso which is on Apple TV plus I am not paying for Apple TV (laughs) plus I rented a movie once probably about a year ago uh no not even that I think uh it was a year ago this past November and then Apple TV was like, Hey, we saw that you rented something from us. We're just going to give you Apple TV free for a year. Oh, wow. This is, this is pretty dope. I will absolutely take this. And then I kept getting emails where they go, we're extending your Apple TV trial. And I'm like, this is great. I have not. So I have not paid for Apple TV plus for, almost a year and a half now they're just like (laughs) just take it just take all the content for free um and so ted lasso which i'm pretty sure was at the very least up for some golden globes i did not watch the golden globes uh i don't know if they won anything but i'll tell you what they did win my heart it was (laughs) it is so it's based on a skit that they did on snl once which I don't even remember the skit, but it they they somehow turned a skit into a 10-episode series. 
and every minute of it is heartwarming. It is, uh, <laughs> and when I say heartwarming, definitely not kid friendly. They drop quite a few f bombs here and there, but oh my gosh, it's about this American football coach that goes to coach global football or soccer uh, for for my friends who call it soccer. Uh, which is the majority of people that I know. I don't. I don't know why I'm talking like I have a bunch of people in my life that call it global. You're football. so international, Bianca. You know what? I do it because I do it for work, where we call it yeah. global football at work. Yep. So, uh, I uh, wasn't necessarily into the premise because I'm not a huge sports follower by any means. I'll, I'll, I love sports if it's on, but. Uh, the whole premise is about like relationships and positivity and picking yourself up when you're down. It is just so positive and heartwarming and just a really enjoyable watch. It's I I will say I'm also a person who cries at the Subaru commercials where the dogs are driving the <laughs> Subarus, but I definitely cried at the finale because it was just so good like you become invested in these characters it's really really good wow yeah maybe i should check it out sometime but i don't have free apple tv for a year and a half yeah (laughs) i didn't think i would either but yeah uh i'm pretty sure uh uh no i know for a fact that one of our co-workers has access to it so I'll, I'll make the connection. <laughs> there we go. All right. Next category. Yeah. Uh, my next category uh, is a shout out to um, all of the pets. I wanted to give a special shout out. This category is best cuddle buddy. Um, of course, in my home, that's uh, going to be a tie because I've got two of them. I was just going to ask, which one are you going to pick? No, you can't make me choose. (laughs) (laughs) It is, uh, I will say, uh, Lola enjoys it more, but Penny um, has way more fluff. And so by definition, Mm. far more cuddly. Um, So uh, in my home, best cuddle buddies goes to both Penny and Lola. In my opinion, the best doodles of all time. Fight me. (laughs) Uh, I don't cuddle with our dog at all. <laughs> I I push that dog away when I'm laying Aww. down. I tell her to go cuddle elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Poppy. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if the if the award is for pets, uh, the award doesn't go to anybody. I we house. could also we we could also expand it uh, to significant others. In which case, I am a monster. <laughs> that i chose my pets over my partner hey you know some sometimes the the pets are warmer yeah i will say it it was really nice spending a lot of time at home on my sofa on my butt watching ted lasso um it was nice to have just a a fuzzy companion that i could pet while we were watching it very nice yeah all right, this next one, this next category, um, I've got, I've got a few. It's kind of a mm-hmm. broad category, so, so maybe pick a top three or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, best new norm. Mm. 
So I'm going to say my first one mm-hmm. is uh, curbside pickup everywhere. Oh, a hundred and four percent. Yes, yes. I I so very much hope that this this pattern stays even after the pandemic is over. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go into your store. Mm-mm. I want to shop online, <laughs> show up at the door, and you're just there to hand me the stuff. Yep, absolutely. Um. I've also really loved doing takeout more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when when the pandemic started and no one really understood like what you could do and what you couldn't do and is it safe to go out at all or like does it have any effect on your food like if what whatever right so like we for for about four to six weeks we were like okay we're gonna wait until we see what the <laughs> CDC says about like eating out so we we made all of our own food which that's really (laughs) champagne problems right that like oh i have to make my own food but uh you know what like being able to still support small businesses by doing takeout was still that was really great um there is a restaurant in omaha that did a family meal where um you could get two pizzas, two pastas, um a salad and two desserts and it was all within like a reasonable price. Absolutely, 104% recommend. On your point too of like curbside pickup, there are some places that would like put it in my car for me where I would like yeah. call ahead and be like, "Hey, yeah. I'm here for this order. I'm in like this car and this is my license plate number." They'd be like, "Great." And they'd come out and put it in my car. Oh. Plus using like the Target drive-through thing. Mhm. Mhm. I don't have to get out of my car. Yeah, yeah, if you don't have to get out of your car, oh. you don't have to wear real pants. No. Pants are for fools. I am out here living my best life. Just yeah. no, jeans are on blast. Jeans are canceled. Uh, so if you had to pick your top best, top new norm, yeah, that's uh, not curbside pickup. Um, I would say it is being able to see facets of my coworkers' lives um through their Ooh. zoom screen so like yeah. when kids run by or like a dog starts barking in the background and someone has to explain like oh he sees a squirrel outside like it is it is just a little glimpse into someone's life that i have really appreciated and it sounds really cheesy and i know it's like i'll oh, pick something good like target drive up delivery or whatever but <laughs> Um, it it's really sweet because I feel like only being able to chat with people for work over video chat, like sometimes you're just like, I'm so exhausted. Let's just do whatever work thing we want to do. And then like, unless you actually make time to talk about non-work stuff, you don't mm-hmm. totally get to, to understand other people's lives or, um, you know, like I said, see a glimpse into what they're dealing with. I was on a a video call the other day and there were um, four other people and one person took out their phone and took a picture of their dog as it was like 
up against the window because it was freaking out about a squirrel and she's like oh my gosh i'm so sorry i'm like no that was absolutely a moment that needed to be captured that was hilarious so yeah i i think it's it's like letting your work life and your rest of life kind of meld in your zoom background is going to be my my favorite new norm um yeah, I was thinking about it, and I've I've definitely seen more of my coworkers' kids in the last mm-hmm. year than uh, for any amount of time before that. Um, but I don't know that my coworkers have seen my kids at all this oh, whole sure. time because uh, they're a little bit older, and so when they come near, I'm like just pushing them out of the way, <laughs> go find something to do. You know, they're they're not like the the toddlers where you're like, oh right. yeah, come here, come sit on my lap, and you can you can chill with me. Mm-hmm. Now my kids don't get to chill with me while I'm working. Yeah. Um, I will say uh, runner up for me is um, not having to commute. <laughs> yeah. Like being able to just roll out of bed, like throw on an appropriate amount of makeup and then just be like, I'm here. What's up? Let's go. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. I'm going to say another, another new norm that's a uh, close runner up for me. This one really shined during the winter, uh, but wearing a mask when it's really, really cold outside. Oh, yes. Yep. The the first time I did it, uh, I think I got in the car for something after I had just been somewhere. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave the mask on because it's nice and toasty on my face. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, similar on the track of... Um, how masks can be good right like it's it's a it's a uh it's a warming station for your face um but also if you have a pimple hide it you don't have to worry about concealer (laughs) it's just already concealed it's just hiding under there similarly bad breath you had a lot of garlic for lunch it's just contained in the mask. You're yeah. the only one that needs to deal with your garlic breath, which is great because I love stinky foods. <laughs> uh, any other new norms for you that would uh, make the nominees? Mm-hmm. Um, I think getting really into the concept of having a home office, like being, because before like we could work from home and then maybe you had like a good enough work situation but like i bought a new chair i bought a computer riser to make sure that like my camera is at like a reasonable height in comparison to the rest of my body um i got a mat so that like when i use my mouse it doesn't get caught on like the 97 post-it notes that i have all around like it actually has like a mouse pad mat situation but it's like Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. entirety of my desk um, so like really getting into like crafting a home office is, is my pick. Uh, I'm, my third one, I'm going to say doing the, the elbow high five, mm-hmm. which was, you know, I, maybe a lot of people aren't, aren't doing that still. Uh, mm-hmm. but that was, I think, I think Fauci probably recommended that very early mm-hmm. on. And, uh, I gotta say, I prefer that over, over the handshakes over the real high fives. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause my hands, my hands have two States uh, <laughs> sweaty or freezing cold. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I always just feel, feel bad. 
for whoever has to touch my hands. Uh, elbows? The elbows are always fine. I feel like there are leadership seminars that they give about how to give a great handshake. Like, what's mm-hmm. the formula to a great handshake? You don't have to worry about any of that crap with just elbow bumping. That's great. Yeah. Yes. I. That's another one that I, I kind of hope it sticks around. I don't think it will. I think people will mm-hmm. probably go back to the handshakes, but you never know. I really wanted the, the foot tapping thing to get, <laughs> like... <laughs> I really wanted that to catch on because I I just thought it would be really cool to just like touch sneakers and then like go on about your way. Kind of like the the elbow bump with just like you just touch sneakers. I saw someone do it on a TikTok once and I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> the youth are so much cooler than me. Like, this is what we need to do. This is the coolest way to greet another person. But I don't think it ever caught on. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. Uh, you put some middle schoolers together, they come up with a fancy mm-hmm. handshake, but with just, just the shoe taps. Yep. That could be pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Next category. All right. Next on my list, um, I have favorite <laughs> um, favorite short-lived hobby. Um, as in, you tried it, you got super into it, and then abandoned it. Is it is now is it bonus points if for the more short that it lived? Oh, yep. Yeah, I'll I'll give you bonus <laughs> points. Yeah, absolutely. What do you got? Uh I'm gonna go with puzzles. Nice. It was mm-hmm. very early on uh <laughs> in the quarantine. We're like, hey, we're stuck at home. Let's do some puzzles. We had a table designated for puzzles. Mm-hmm. Uh we bought some puzzles. I think we borrowed a bunch of puzzles from my brother. Uh, we did like one and a half puzzles and then we're <laughs> like, yeah, this, we can't do this all quarantine. Yeah. And that was still when we thought quarantine was like six weeks. Right. And that, so, <laughs> so even within six weeks, you were like, no, can't do it. Mm-mm, yeah. Not for us. <laughs> was like, we haven't done a puzzle since. <laughs> what, 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 count of puzzle were you getting into were you starting at 500 were you starting at a thousand uh anywhere from 500 to a thousand nice our, our table a thousand was like the max for that but you, you know i think the year before the pandemic we did more puzzles <gasps> than we've done during the pandemic oh and when quarantine started we were just like yeah we're gonna do all these puzzles right. tons of them there was a run on puzzles. Like you couldn't go to a Target or do the drive up feature at a Target <laughs> and expect to find a puzzle, let alone a puzzle that you thought you would you would enjoy. Right? Yeah. Like you were you were left with um I don't even know what a stupid puzzle would be. Right? Like of course I'm gonna look for the puzzles that have dogs or maybe like a botanical garden or like a lovely sunset and all the ones that are left are just like this one's green. This one's just different shades of green. It's a gradient. Yes. Good luck. Oh blech. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Uh, short lived hobby. Short lived hobby. Um again, friends of the pod will know that in the company pentathlon episode, I chose uh sourdough bread baking. As one of the things that I was really good at. And and I I am really good at it. But I just, 
like doing it all the time and trying to keep that starter alive and then just being like, oh my God, we have to eat so much bread was, I I burned out on that pretty, pretty I, I want to say I lasted maybe about six weeks, six to okay. eight weeks. It, it was, it was good enough, right? Like <laughs> it was enough for me to get a good couple of repetitions in. I tried a couple different recipes. I even looked at a website that told me you should start your bread at this time. And then like, it'll give it this much time to rise and do its thing. And then you should knead it at this time. I even like tried to make sure that I would have a break in meetings to like <laughs> knead my bread and then let it rise again. Just be yeah. like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to go get coffee. And then I would just like, do stuff with my bread real, real quick, also while getting coffee. Um, but, oh, man, there is just only so much of the same kind of bread that you can eat over and over before you're like, Ugh. I did the avocado toast on top of it, too, and it was delightful. But <laughs> holy cow. Yeah. It, I mean, for, if if there were more human beings in my home, I'm sure it would have felt a little bit better because more yeah. people would have been eating it but it's two human beings in my home eating an entire loaf of sourdough <laughs> like every every two to three days and plus like the only the the real time i won't say the only time because it's good all the time but the time that it is the best is when it is right out of the oven Oh yeah, and then after that, you're like, "Well, I'm just gonna wait for the next loaf because <laughs> that's when it's the best." And then you just I don't have want this like, day old bread. Yes, you just have like a sad piece of a loaf just hanging out in a Ziploc bag. Like, I'm still delicious. You should toast me. Yeah. So did your starter die? Absolutely, it did. <laughs> I definitely forgot about it. I even, I even had, I had a moment. Uh, where I thought, you know what? I should start doing this again. I should, I should restart the starter. Immediately forgot about it after two days. Like I did, didn't even have time <laughs> to mature, and I immediately abandoned it. Yep. But wow. great while it lasted. It was, it was the most <laughs> delicious hobby. There you go. Yep. Uh, so my next category, keeping on the hobby theme, what is your best new, actual, long lived? Or expanded existing hobby. Mm -hmm. I have been a cross-stitcher for a really long time. I love cross-stitching. And there was, a, there was a couple of times where I would just make squares all the same color because it was okay. so meditative um, to just be like watching TV and then focusing on making just a big block of all one color. Um, like usually in cross-stitching, there's multiple colors, there's a whole pattern, there's, you count all the squares of where everything needs to go. It's a whole thing. I made some cross-stitch um, Christmas gifts for some of my friends. And it was little depictions of them as cross-stitch people and like what their <laughs> families looked like. So I did that a couple Christmases ago. Um, but it was really nice to like just sit and just do something repetitive with my hands. Uh, so it didn't, it didn't allow me to think about like, 
oh, the world outside feels like it's crumbling. <laughs> and then I, it was just, it was so nice and so relaxing. So I really appreciated that I had that skill before. Skill is a strong word for cross-stitching, <laughs> but um, it's something that I, I like doubled down on where like I would yeah. sit down um, while we were trying out a new Netflix series that we probably abandoned as well. Um, but just being able to to do something with my hands felt really good. Nice. Uh, I thought it was curious that you said you enjoyed making a block of one color in cross stitch. And yeah, we just earlier said that a block of color in a puzzle is terrible. <laughs> Different things. Different things. <laughs> I'm not I'm not putting all of these random pieces together trying to figure out what's edges and what's not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mine uh new I'd call it a new hobby. Yeah. Uh chess. I started playing a lot of chess online. Now I I I know I knew how to play chess beforehand. Sure. I played a bunch like in college, but I never tried to actually get good at it. Mm-hmm. But when you're stuck at home with not much to do, and plus there's YouTube now with tons of uh videos that teach you all oh, these yeah. things. It's way easier than reading books. Reading books is bleh. <laughs> Watching YouTube videos, that's great. Way more exciting. Uh but I'd actually seen a uh, chess stream on Twitch of oh. all places. Uh, and I was like, man, I should play, I should start playing chess again. Yeah. And so I, I got, I got really into it for a while for several months. Um, and then I kind of backed off for a little bit. Now, now I've been back into it. Um, I mostly just play against the computer now cause it's less stress playing against real people. You got mm-hmm. these time limits and sure. I, I just get in my head, but, uh, yeah, playing against computers is great. Did you watch the Queen's Gambit at all? Oh, of course. <laughs> and uh, throughout the whole thing, I was telling Steph, I know what that means. <laughs> you know all the chess lingo. Yeah. Love it. Like uh, very early on when she was playing against the uh, the janitor guy and he he, he does his uh, move and he says, this is the Sicilian. I told Steph, I'm like, I know what that is. Oh, um, one of our coworkers, Jack, is uh, I don't I don't know at what level he played chess, but I remember he did like a lunch and learn about mm-hmm. how to play it. Yeah, but I know you I just said that you would rather play the computer because of the time limits and the like getting in your own head about what's the other person going to do? Do they know my move? I would I would have no problem playing a friend. It's the it's oh, the sure. random people online. I got it. And sometimes they cheat. <gasps> how how do you cheat in chess? Oh, cheating in chess is easy. Really? It is ridiculously easy. You just open up any other chess program and you just make uh you do in the chess program you do your opponent's moves and then you see what uh-huh. the computer does in response. Oh, that's garbage. Yeah. Oh. And I'm sure people have made like browser plugins to just do it automatically for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, so I play on chess.com and I haven't run into that many cheaters, but I've gotten a few messages like a day or two later that says one of your opponents was caught cheating. We've <gasps> given you back your ranking points or whatever. Whoa. So now I want to know how they can, like how they know when you're cheating. Is it probably because you move too quickly? 
Uh, they don't reveal their secrets, but I, I assume it's like uh, you made moves that even the smartest chess players wouldn't actually make. Like you're using a really smart computer. Mm-hmm. Got it. And and oh. you've shown a pattern of that. Garbage. But yeah, that's 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 my new hobby. I even uh, I built my <laughs> own chessboard over the summer because I, I do some woodworking in the summertime. Nice. So I was like, I'm going to intersect these two hobbies. I'm going to build a chessboard. I'm going to try to get my kids to play chess with me. They don't want to play chess with me. Oh, <laughs> All right, I tried to get my wife to play with me after we watched the Queen's Gambit. I was like, okay, now you know enough that you'll play right, with me, right? Right. They said no. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bummer. All right. Um, next category. I've got uh, the best upgrade that you made mm. during quarantine. Now, is this like a home upgrade? A open self upgrade? For, open for interpretation. Hmm. 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 I'm probably going to go with my, my home desk setup. Ooh, what did you do? Uh, oh, I did a lot of things. <gasps> uh, the first thing I did was I built a little wooden platform for my chair to be on because previously my chair was just on carpet and you can't sure. roll this chair on carpet so i just built a little wood platform and put the vinyl planks on top of it so it looks decent oh nice that's a nice little life hack that i saw on the internet somewhere um so now i can roll my chair you might be able to hear it i'm rolling right now <laughs> uh the next thing i did was uh once the Prices settled down. I got a new webcam. Nice. Uh, early on in quarantine, uh, there was a run on webcams. Oh yeah. And the prices were ridiculous. And I think it was it was Cyber Monday when the prices mm-hmm. finally went back down. So I I got a decent webcam then. That's um, a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was struggling with a really old webcam from like. Probably 2006. I I don't even know how. Yeah. Like, how was that thing still kicking? Well, I don't know. I feel like webcam technology hasn't really advanced all that much. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. I uh, got the new microphone set up. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, the coolest thing I did for my desk setup is I bought this little audio mixer. Uh, it's it's got eight uh, eight little sliders mm-hmm. and like volume sliders, and then I hook that up to the computer so that each slider corresponds to the different apps in Windows, <gasps> so I can quickly control the volume of the different things. So like if I got music playing in a browser, um, <gasps> and I'm trying to watch a YouTube video or something, I can have those be different volume sliders. Um, That's cool. I, Zoom. Zoom is a volume slider. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm playing a video game, I can have that game be the game volume be a slider and my music in the browser be the different slider. That's been really handy. So every time I jump into a, a Zoom meeting, I'm I'm messing with my volume because it's always too loud. Nice. That's awesome. So yeah, um, desk desk setup upgrades. The best. What about like you? It. Um, I will say that even though 
I said that my favorite new norm was like getting really serious about having a work from home desk <laughs> situation. Um, I guess it's kind of adjacent to it, but I upgraded my Wi-Fi. Um, so I was paying for like one level of speed and then I switched providers altogether, got a lower price, got faster <laughs> speeds, uh, thanks to the suggestion of our coworker, Seth, who was like, hey, this has been really good for me so far. Uh, you should totally do it. Or if you do and it's crap, it's not my fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, filled out the, the form on the website and I was like, I would like one internet, please. And they said, <laughs> great. Um, yes, and I have like, I'm supposed to have gigabit speeds, but it never really gets up to that. But uh, it was it was a whole thing where they had to like dig a line because it's a, it was oh, yeah. a whole new utility for being yep. like that fast internet. But, ooh, doggy, it was totally worth it. We are also a family that has an inappropriate number of things connected to the internet. So we've got <laughs> a, a doorbell, we've got a backyard camera, we've got sensors for when the doors are open, we've got both of our phones and iPad, both of our laptops for work, uh, our Apple TV, our... It's just like, there's so much stuff that's just connected to the internet. And so we've got like the mesh router system so that it everything stays connected no matter which room you move into which is a very great but (laughs) having that speed is also a very great because i uh talk to my sister on facetime a lot like a concerning amount and so (laughs) being able to like facetime with her whenever i want and like my husband's on a like a work call and um i'm eating lunch and talking to my sister it's great. Like it doesn't slow the internet down at all. So huge, huge life improvement. Nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Similar category. Mm -hmm. Uh, What has been the best work from home aspect? Mm. I know you, you mentioned the not having the commute. Is there anything else you throw in for this category? That's totally it. And like, (laughs) like, wrapped up in that is also like my husband is the only one who can smell me so <laughs> like i don't need to take a shower every day which you just don't have to worry about it. it's one less care yeah like like if i shower every other day i'm fine <laughs> i'm totally fine it when it comes to like warmer months i will absolutely shower every day mm-hmm. but ooh, in the winter no my skin is so dry it's 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 irresponsible to shower that much. Like my skin is just like, ugh, it's like cardboard that's just been left in the sun. It's awful. It's terrible. So yeah, uh, just being able to sleep in and slowly start my morning is really what I appreciate. Instead of waking up super early, making sure that I shower, uh, put on my makeup. Um, oh my gosh, did I put on deodorant? Oh, got to go back into the house because I'm driving all the way to Lincoln and I don't want to drive all the way to Lincoln with no deodorant on. Um, you mean you don't have and, a car deodorant? 
You know, I used to, and then it got really hot in my car. <laughs> yeah, when it gets hot, uh, the the deodorant does not uh, does not fare well. Yeah, it it just just having fewer things to worry about in the morning, and then like easing into my day. A plus. So mine, I'm gonna go with uh, having my own bathroom. How how does that work? Well, I mean, it's I share it with my wife, but sure. I don't share it with my coworkers. And Got it. Yep. Yep. Okay, I'm with you. I understand. Yeah, that. and it's yep. That's it's it's amazing, and you know it it kind of plays into a. I think it's a funny story. Some of the women in our office might not think it's a funny story, <laughs> but the the bathrooms at our office are yes. extraordinarily quiet. It is mm-hmm. astonishing how quiet they are. They really need to get some music in there. Uh, and people complained about it early on. And the, so the facilities actually bought white noise machines to install in the bathrooms. And they did install them in the men's bathrooms. <laughs> and I had made a post in our Slack kind of a PSA, if you will, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, to tell people, hey, if you ever walk in there and it's quiet, this is where the white noise machine is under the sink. You feel free to just turn it on. And then yeah. it's not quiet. Right. And one of our coworkers, a female coworker, mm-hmm. asked, hey, how come we don't have white noise machines in the <laughs> women's bathrooms? <laughs> I think I remember watching that conversation unfold. <laughs> so there was like a year and a half, maybe close to two years, that the men had the white noise machines mm. and the women didn't. Mm-mm. And the reason was because our facilities team was all men. And so mm. there was never a time in the day when they're like, hey, now's the time to go install this in the women's bathrooms. Oh, no. But, you know, not having to deal with a basically the anechoic chamber mm. with mm-hmm. with toilets, having yep. my own bathroom. Where I can turn on my noisy fan. That's that's great. At first, I didn't understand that you meant as compared to an office bathroom. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how did you manage to swing your own bathroom in your own home? And now I get it. (laughs) Now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like a lot of people, maybe this falls underrated Mm -hmm. for some people. But as soon as they get back to the office, they'll recognize could not tell you the last time I used a public bathroom. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, no, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Shockingly, I can. <laughs> because I volunteered to work the general election. Um, oh, okay. And that is a full day. So I definitely used the restrooms that they had available there. But that's, But before that time probably it was at work was the last public restroom that I used. Yeah. I think mine is probably at work. Yeah. Wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Under underrated. Uh, I, I mean, this is probably too much information, but I was talking to my sister the other day <laughs> and I was reflecting like how often I can use the restroom to just like blow my nose or like, like actually use the restroom, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, how did I do this before? Like like how 
how did I get through an entire morning, drink a couple cups of coffee, have back-to-back meetings, and then before lunch be like, oh, I should probably go to the bathroom. <laughs> Whereas now I'm like, oh, I've got, I've got 10 minutes. Like, I'm going to blow my nose and do my business. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's wild to think about like how, how packed my schedule is sometimes. And then like, oh, I should probably do something that other human beings do. All right. Any more categories? Um, let's see. Uh, I, I originally had this as a negative, but I'm going to say, um, the most interesting home-related thing that happened in quarantine. Mm, mm. Positive or negative? You go first. I got, I got to think a little bit on this one. Okay. So I had a tie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my category was originally worst home hiccup, uh, which uh, hiccup is an understatement for what I'm about to tell you. Uh, but number one, my air conditioner died mm. in July. Had to get a new uh, AC. And then while I was at it, I was like, well, my furnace is definitely older than dirt. So I should probably get a new furnace oh, as wow. well. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I did because that furnace and I had very similar birth years. And that was just <laughs> not, it was not going to last very much longer. Uh, so yeah, air, air conditioner just totally kicked it. Um, but what happened a few weeks after like the quarantine lockdown situation happened, my husband and I were trying to like inject some fun into our, we live where we work, we work where Mm -hmm, we live mm -hmm. lives. And so we set up the the tent in the basement and we were like, we're camping indoors. This is great. <laughs> it was adorable. Like we took pictures. We set up an air mattress. Um, we invited our dogs down too. So I took pictures with Penny. Um, like we just pretended we were camping. We had like a camping lantern. And then we smelled something terrible. <laughs> and you know about this because I think I was working on on the squad that you were on before. Oh, when this happened. okay. Yeah. I know where this is going. Yeah. So this could be like a part three of the worst thing that's happened to you <laughs> that you laugh about now. <laughs> but essentially what we found out was that a tree root grew into our sewer system and we had used so much water by running the dishwasher and the wash machine. So we had done two loads of laundry and uh, run the dishwasher And my sewer was just like, (laughs) nope, Um, and backed up. (laughs) And we had a toilet in the basement that just went, wow, Um, (laughs) and flooded and ruined our carpet. They had to, so we had uh, a company come out and just like try to try to make it so that it wasn't a um, (laughs) like a hazmat catastrophe. Yeah. Um, and they cut like two feet out of our uh, our drywall. They ripped oh, up yeah. our carpet. They they really did a number on the place. But it was just because like that was just contaminated water that had come up mm-hmm. out of the sewer. So uh, that was luckily some of it was covered by our homeowners insurance. <laughs> uh, so that that was a great asterisk. 
but those are my my two quarantine related uh, home hiccups. And now, remind me because I know you went some amount of time without being able to run water yes. in your home. Yep. How how long was that? Uh, I want to say that was like four or five days oh. where where we could do some sort of water. But this is this is when the showering stopped for me, um, or at least to the back seat to some other things yeah. that I was thinking of doing in my life. Um, I think I I had gotten it to a point where I was like, okay, this is when they said they're coming out, and I think it was it was probably four days before they could actually get a crew out to actually dig up the the sewer pipe, get the tree root out of it, reconnect mm-hmm. everything, and then put all the dirt back in place, and. I knew how how long the pipe was, like where it was where it was backed up to when they scoped the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so I used my engineering adjacent background to determine <laughs> how much water I could use before we got into like the red zone. And I calculated like how many toilet flushes we could feasibly do before we were getting into an area because it was just like slow leaking we had just used so much water at once where it was like no we can't do this so i i uh showers were definitely out of the question uh we ate off of paper plates so that we didn't have to do (laughs) dishes yeah you know i i'm sad to say i have no home hiccups that can remotely compare to that I'm, i'm sorry bianca what about um, like good things that you did with your home other than No, we didn't do any of those either. <laughs> we, we've other done than close to nothing has happened in our home. Certainly no puzzles being made. Nice. I upgraded my desk. That's about it. Um did Steph ask you to put up Christmas lights again and then you said no. Yeah, yeah, that happened and, and and I said no, yeah. <laughs> As is tradition. Yes, yes. Keep the tradition alive. Yeah. yeah. Even even in these trying times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last last category. And I feel like this yeah. one, uh, you know, for football awards, it'd be the Heisman, mm. the Oscars. This is best picture. Yeah. It's the, the MVP, mm-hmm. most valuable pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that award definitely goes to sweatpants for me. Like mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. even like yoga pants took a got a spot on the back burner compared to <laughs> just just loose, free flowing, like oversized sweatpants. That is what I live in now. So when the pandemic started, mm-hmm. uh it was spring. So the weather was, it was warmer. So I was wearing shorts and I was still wearing the shorts that I would normally wear to work. Cause I was, I was kind of in this mentality, you know, I'm going to wake up in the morning, do my normal morning routine as if I were going to work. And then I will be more in like the correct mental state to actually be productive at home. And I carried that on for a while throughout the summer. Uh, But then as soon as it started getting cold, I was like, I don't, I don't really want to put on jeans. Uh, right. And I'm not going anywhere, so I'm just going to put on the sweatpants. The rest mm-hmm. of my morning routine is the same. You know, still get up yep. exactly as if I were going to work. The only difference is I put on sweatpants. And yes. then at some point, Steph bought me a new pair of Old Navy sweatpants 
It's like, these are amazing. Buy me two more, please. Yes. And I have just been rotating these three pairs of sweatpants ever since. Uh, If I have to leave the house, well, one, if I'm just walking down to the mailbox or even walking around the neighborhood, I'll I'll just keep the sweatpants on. Absolutely. Uh, If I actually have to go somewhere, I do have one pair of stretchy jeans, which are, they're pretty comfortable, but still when you go from sweatpants for every day for a month to stretchy jeans, you're like, oh, they're so, so restrictive. I have not worn like real hard pants mm-hmm. uh, in over a year now. Mm-hmm. I had to wear hard pants to volunteer um, as an election official for the for the election because you can't wear sweatpants. It's like in the training <laughs> that they tell you that you can't wear sweatpants. And I was like, how much do I care about democracy? Like, is it enough? <laughs> to justify not wearing sweatpants spoiler alert it was but oh yeah (laughs) hard pants are a hard no in my house the other day uh over the weekend steph and i we uh we went and ran a bunch of errands we went to uh like menards and i had to wear those stretchy jeans for like eight hours of the day Mm. and it was awful I, I can't I go back. I don't know how we did it before. But oh gosh. Uh, I feel uh, like I feel like there's a big opportunity for some manufacturer out there mm-hmm. to create work appropriate sweatpants. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do it, but yeah. surely it can be done. Absolutely. Uh, we have as the soon technology. As, as soon as that becomes the norm, oh, that's gonna be glorious. All bets are off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will also say that some of I have two pairs of old navy sweatpants, and <laughs> I definitely rotate through those. Those are so great. They're affordable. They're comfortable. We're not even being sponsored by Old Navy. Like we did not even pre-plan this. Old Navy sweatpants are just that good. Yeah, I want to know: uh, is there is there a stock for real pants? I got to assume it's doing real bad right now. Yeah. It's probably going to do better as soon as the pandemic starts, and I want to make some money. I mean, historically, what I understand, uh, I used to work at The Gap in college, and then I used to work at Banana Republic before I got into my career as a designer. Uh, let me tell you, Old Navy is the cash cow of The Gap family of brands. <laughs> uh, it is not Banana Republic. They're like Sure, people are in there buying work appropriate attire pre-pandemic but old navy comfortable easy breezy affordable that's the that's the cash cow of that entire family so they've already diversified because mm-hmm. they're they're in the sweatpants game absolutely all right yep yeah you don't hear about old navy's shutting down they've got <laughs> they've got those golden sweatpants All right. Well, we would love to hear from you. What are the best things that you experienced when you were in quarantine? Um, Maybe you had the best podcast host. Shout out to Greg. You're the, (laughs) you get the award for best podcast host. The quarantini? You get a quarantini. Uh, It'll be in the mail. Don't worry. Um, (laughs) But we want to hear about the stuff that you enjoyed. Like, yeah, there was a lot of crap, but what... What uh, what fun things happened? Well, who would you give an award to, or what would you give an award to? 
Uh, make sure to hit us up on Instagram. We're at coworking underscore podcast. If you've got a topic suggestion for us, DM us on Instagram. This episode today was a suggestion, a topic request. So yeah, keep them coming. We're sure that you have friends that are missing their random office chit chats. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about us. That's it for this week. We'll see you again in two weeks. Bye. What?